1: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind.
2: You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us.
1: Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies
0: from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start
1: leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue.
0: Now, the next thing I want to talk about, I start thinking about your questions. We're going to probably open up for questions in about five minutes or so. What do we think is actually working in the world of marketing right now from a trends perspective? From a what perspective? Trends. TikTok ads are really cheap. We're seeing that being a super
1: effective channel that a lot of people are not leveraging. Another thing that we're seeing is B2B affiliate marketing is doing really well. I have a buddy who just sold a company in that space for over $200 million in less than four years because there's not a lot of competition in affiliate marketing, everyone focuses on consumer. In B2B, yes, one product won't make you the world, but They're not that competitive, and you can go after 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 products. The other thing that is trending right now in marketing, everyone is focusing on Facebook ads or Instagram ads. You can actually go hire a lot of these influencers and pay them a monthly retainer and give them a salary and have them promote to their audience as much as you want for really affordable amounts, and we found that to work out quite well.
0: So I think one thing that's interesting to me is that I see a lot of creators like a, So my friend has a VC fund with Jake Paul, so Logan Paul's brother. I think we're gonna see a lot more people partnering up with people that actually have the attention to build businesses. I have another friend; he's partnering up with Conor McGregor. He's building like e-commerce around that. So Mr. Beast obviously is partnered with his manager Reducture. That's how he created Beast Burger and all these other companies. So. I think there's going to be an angle there. And I think those of you that can figure out how to create relationships with these people early days, you're going to have a big advantage. We have a mutual friend. He actually sold his company, it was a pricing company, and they were bought primarily for their data. So early, like I was saying, like your data set is what matters, right? They sold for about $250 million. So I think data's going to be, continue to be a big thing, right? I think creative, the more creative we can be as marketers, you guys are all affiliates here, right? You're the most creative of the bunch. So I think that's going to be interesting as well. So we'll close that question off and we'll do two more before we start opening up for the mic runners. So if the mic runners can start getting ready, you will be first, I got you. Neil, I wanna talk about how our podcast, we're at two million downloads a month right now. Let's give people the playbook or what we're thinking on how we're gonna get it to five million views a month. That's also what includes YouTube as well, so.
1: So I'm a little bit biased. If I was to do a podcast, I would just do one channel for promotion. I would go find other podcasts in my niche and just do trades. What I mean by this is whether you get 1,000 listens or 10,000 listens to your audience, you can promote another podcast for the same amount of listens they can promote your podcast. In other words, you're doing an exchange. It's the quickest and easiest way to grow a podcast audience. That's what I would do if I had a podcast and I want to get to whether it's 1 million or 10
0: million listens a month. So we actually do do trades right now. If any of you have a podcast out there, you want to trade a couple hundred thousand, We're going to be doing it with, we did it with Jordan Harbinger, we're going to be doing it with Anthony Pompliano and some other people that that have nice podcasts. That's one piece of it. But if I were to focus on one channel, I would copy, and Neil and I have talked about this, what the All In podcast is doing and what the My First Million podcast is doing. They're just posting a lot of their long form content to YouTube. And it seems like it's compounding really quickly. So we just need to wait for the YouTube algorithm to catch us in that wave. And then we're just going to compound. That's my bet on it. Hopefully it works. Who knows if it will work. We'll do one more from our side, and then you're gonna be up next, so if you can bring the mic up to the gentleman in the fourth row over there, that would be great. Neil, this one's easy. What are your favorite marketing tools so far for 2023?
1: I actually don't have a favorite marketing tool for 2023. Instead, if I, if I were you guys and I was focusing on tools, I would focus on data collection, whether it's Google Data Studio or Google Analytics, where you're gonna run into an issue in the upcoming year in 2024 is with cookies and all these privacy changes like iOS, data is becoming more fragmented unless you're actually trying to store it in one central place like Google Data Studio or Pablo and analyze that data. It's gonna be hard in marketing to get actionable insights. That's where you can actually use AI to help you analyze a lot of your analytics data and come up with
0: actionable insights. I'll give you one. Neil and I talked about this on the phone. I haven't used this yet. I've been talking to these people. So there's a website called retention.com. Now, I don't know if this business is gonna be around for the long term, maybe another year or two, but you can basically, if you're like, who here is actually in e-commerce? D2C? Raise your hand. Okay. I'm gonna assume half because I know people don't like raising their hands. So here's the thing, retention.com, if you check it out, they actually, let's say you have 100,000 visitors that come to your website. Usually you might only have one or 2% that opt into your email list. Their numbers right now are actually 30 to 40%. I'm not gonna explain the technology behind it, but just go check out retention.com. Again, if if they tried to do it within GDPR for Europe, it wouldn't work. But in in, in the United States, this works. So maybe we can answer questions on that in a little bit, but check out retention.com. I've just heard a lot of great things from a lot of email marketers, and we're about to test it ourselves. And maybe we'll report back on this pod once we test it out.